I mean, we go really far back. I mean, that, that amicus, that amicus, you know, it just sticks with me still to this day that it's that far back, you know? <laughs> well, and, and funny enough, like there are things that modern programs can't do. And I'm like, in 1999, Amicus could do it. They did them. They did them. Well, hey, let's go ahead and get the show started today. Hey, everyone. I am Jim Gass. Welcome to No Law from Left Behind. I am joined today by my co-host, Dave Myers. Dave, what's going on, brother? Happy Tuesday. Another love. And yeah. You getting some runs in? Starting to. Yeah. Finally training again for the first time in a while. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, I had to move my microphone a little bit closer here. We are joined today. Look, I have to say it this way. I I love having our guests on the show, okay? I really do. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, uh, David Lefton from the Ohio State Bar Association, Rob Ziegler from the Northern Kentucky Bar Association, presidents of those bar associations. I mean, renowned lawyers and such. But of all of them, I have to tell you, today is a treat for me, honestly. Debbie, you have been, I have respected and admired you since I was this little kid. You were a little kid too, really. Since I was this little kid in legal tech, right? And I have to say, I'm just tickled and honored to have you on the show today. How are you doing? Well, I'm so glad you asked me to be on. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, I, I tell you, um, yeah, I'm over the moon. I'm, I'm actually feeling like I'm a little blushing today. <laughs> well, uh, we do be- back. We go, we go way back, and I think you're right. We were both like 12 when we. Met. Oh my gosh! Right. <laughs> so, and, and Dave, you've known Debbie for years too. You know, it's been a long time. Yeah. Did you? Did, yeah. For, so, so, Debbie, oh, well I'm over gonna, a decade. Gonna, what's that? Well over a decade. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Um, and so, Debbie. Listen, I, I don't introduce my dad, my guests. I don't talk about them initially. I always think it's better to let them introduce and talk about themselves. So you know, without without you know any changing in what I normally do, could you please just kind of introduce yourself to our guests today, talk about what you do and so on and so forth? Sure. So I'm Debbie Foster. I'm a partner at Affinity Consulting. And my role working with clients is all around strategic consulting, helping law firms figure out how to get from where they are to where they want to go. And sometimes that is related to technology. Sometimes it's related to growth. Sometimes it's related to attracting and retaining talent. Sometimes it's related to creating a strategic plan for what they want to do in the future. Really, you know, when we first started in this business, it was all about convincing lawyers to buy technology. And you remember, you know, we went from not really door to door kind of, but kind of door to door, trying to convince people that technology could really change their lives. And my focus now is not so much on getting people to buy technology. It's more getting people to use it and to understand how it can help them run a better business. Mm And that's, I think, the the secret sauce. When you find a successful law firm who's firing on all cylinders and they feel like they're working efficiently and they're delivering amazing services to their clients, it's because they have their people issues sort of under control. I mean, we all have issues, right? But they understand their processes and they've streamlined their processes and they've come up with the best way and the best technology that they can use. And they're willing for that to be an evolutionary story, right? No one is where they're going to be five years from now from a technology perspective. We're always adding and changing and learning and better understanding how we can leverage the tools that we have and taking advantage of new features. So 
I love what I do. I'm crazy passionate about helping lawyers better serve their clients and providing a great place to work at Affinity. Those are kind of my two competing priorities. And I'm really happy to be here to talk with all of your uh, show guests. Well, I'll tell you what, if anyone can do that, if anyone can deliver, you definitely can, right? On on everything you said. And so let's let's go back, right? Let's just kind of go back. Gosh, is it it's gotta be 20 years, Debbie. It's gotta be 20 years. I, I feel like it is 20 years. I mean, uh, you know, when I first started working with law firms, it was sort of by accident. You know, I was exhausted by going to all of these different companies, helping the law firm and then the accounting firm and then the dentist and then the interior design firm and I kind of came back one day and said, what do we have the most of? And someone said lawyers. And I'm like, okay, from this point forward, let's only work with lawyers. And that's when we found Amicus, which was through the Florida Bar Journal. It was like a paper ad in the Florida Bar Journal. I still have that keep very little paper, but you'll get a kick out of this. I still have a binder clip of paper from the facts that I got from Amicus and PC Law when I called their 1-800 number and said, can you tell me more about your software? And they said, I'll fax you the information. I still have that binder clip, but that's how we met. You know, at one point I went for training on that software program and the training was so awful. Afterwards, I went up to them and I said, this is the worst training I've ever had. And they said, well, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. So for six years, I trained every consultant who wanted to help law firms leverage practice management software. And you were one of those guys. So it was sometime between 99. I started that in 1999 and 2006. So it was somewhere in that window of time. It was right in there. It was right in there. And and, and I I just, I'm going to have to dig back because I did. I tried to find out. I tried to look as much as I could. But you know, you don't keep things around that often, that long. But I remember, I remember meeting you. I remember, uh, I remember how well the training were. I remember very clearly, and I have a very bad memory for this kind of stuff. Event memory is my worst. And I remember this, right? Um, I remember coming away, man, the knowledge I gained from that um, propelled itself. I mean, long, I mean, it carried myself, uh, carried me into time matters and we all did it. You know, we were on the circuit essentially really the time slips, the amicus, the time matters, the PC law, you know, I mean, David, same thing with hot dogs, you know, you guys, hot doc. Um, wow. You know, we've come a long way. You guys have really set the model. That was back in the HMU days. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, I mean, back then we were, six different smaller boutique legal technology firms. And in 2004, we all started working together under the affinity umbrella. And then uh, it was probably nine years later. So we all officially merged into one company that became affinity. So, yeah. 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 Hey, Dave, I just thought of something. Keep an eye on the chat for us. Would you always do? I appreciate that so much. So Debbie, let's talk about affinity for a minute, right? Tell us, Affinity is so much bigger, right? So much bigger. How many people do you have working for Affinity now? About how many cities are you in? I know you work nationally anyway, but, you know, give us a little background on Affinity. Yeah. So we have um, 82 people and they're in 27 or 28 states. You know, we did the hybrid remote work from wherever you live thing way before it was cool. 
with COVID. Um, I think probably 12 years ago, our first person joined us that worked from home, which was so weird back then. But I mean, it's just a game changer being able to hire the right people. And it doesn't necessarily matter where they live. We are very intentional about culture and making sure that people feel connected and feel part of the team, even though we aren't in the same kitchen, you know, microwaving our lunch together, which, you know, you've got to be really intentional about that. The accidental culture doesn't really happen in the hybrid workplace. So we, uh, you know, our time is split as far as work from clients goes, really the pillars of people, process, technology, and culture. So we still do a lot of technology implementations, not Amicus and PC Lawn Time Matters anymore, but we've moved on to the, you know, other products like Tabs and Practice Master and Centerbase and Zola and Cosmolex and Hot Docs and Net Documents. And, you know, we still, we still do lots of technology implementations. But we also do a lot of strategic consulting because if technology solved problems, all of the problems, we would just tell people to buy new software and all their problems would go away. But it doesn't work like that anymore, right? It's all about making sure that you have the right people doing the right work for the right clients using the right tools. And that's really our specialty is how do we help people connect the dots and future-proof their firms? Yeah. Yeah. And you've done a great job of it. Uh, and and let, let's start with the culture, right? What kinds of things are you doing at Affinity to try to maintain that culture? And, and this is a good question for a lot of a lot of law firms, especially right now when we're seeing the, the, the growth, exponential growth of the virtual law firm, right? Yeah. So, I mean, thing number one is we have meetings, not the kind of meetings that you're like, oh my gosh, how much longer does this have to happen? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, Dave hates it. I mean, we have intentional meetings with agendas. Every one of our team members has a one-on-one with their team lead. We have a cameras on rule. We've done some really creative things through COVID. Um, we have what is called a ministry of fun. It's a rotating, it's kind of a committee, but it's we call them the ministry of fun. And their job is to do fun things. And so we have happy hours. A few months ago, we had a group of llamas join our happy hour, and we got introduced to a bunch of llamas at a llama farm. Um, We've had a person come and teach us how to make a charcuterie board. We have a, a mixologist coming to our next one to teach us how to make a drink. We've had meditation and yoga. I mean, we just come up with all kinds of fun things to do. And our Ministry of Fun does one or two events every month. We have some book clubs. We have an Affinity Gives Back team that is always looking at opportunities to, you know, give back to the legal community in some way, whether that be through scholarships or donations. Like this month is Pride Month. So we're partnering with the Trevor Project. We did a bunch of health and fitness goals, all of our team. And for everyone who meets their goals, we're donating money to the Trevor Project. So we really try to kind of you know, keep things interactive, give people fun things to do, let them focus on health and wellness, not just physical health and wellness, but mental health and wellness, because we know that that's just, you know, so critically important. And we just try to keep people connected. And I I think that, you know, from a law firm perspective, I regularly hear, we need to get these people back in the office. There's no way to have a good culture unless they're in the office. And I just say, that's just not true. It's not true. 
What's different is you have to be intentional about it. Many law firms just accidentally built their culture around everyone being in the same building and mm-hmm. running into each other in the elevator and in the bathroom and in the kitchen. And when you have a hybrid workplace, you just have to be really intentional about getting people together. But it can absolutely be done. So what kind of uptake do you see amongst the staff with regards to these you know, ministry of fun driven events? I know that you know, different types of folks out there, some people are like, oh, well, I don't need that. You know, is it impo- is having fun imposed or do we just kind of let people gravitate towards the things that speak to them? We do let people gravitate towards the things that speak to them. We do ask our leaders to have fun, to show up because, you know, when the leaders show up, the other people have a tendency right. to show up too. So we really do try to prioritize that for our leaders to, you know, be involved and learn more about their people and share personal and professional good news at the start of every meeting. So we're really connected and we understand what kind of makes each other tick. And it's also great conversation starters. If I give my personal good news and I say that I'm going to someone's baseball tournament over the weekend, it's pretty likely that next week someone's going to say, hey, how is that baseball tournament? Right. Right. Little connection points, but there are plenty. Well, I shouldn't say plenty. There are some people at Affinity who don't really want to be part of that, and we don't say TikTok. Why aren't you at the Ministry why of Why aren't Fund? you having fun? Yes. Why are you having fun? We don't do that, but we hope that you know we talk about it enough, and we have a um, an employee recognition platform called Bonusly that is very active. I mean, lots of posts. It's where I go to find out what happened. It's like the it's like the social wall of our company, but it's not just social. It's like, here's 50 points for helping me with this one client issue. Like you saw it differently than I saw it. And a lot of times what happens is these fun events that we have or the book club, people are giving each other points on Bonusly. So the people who aren't there read that and they're like, huh, maybe that would be kind of cool to go do. So not everybody participates every time, but we always have it available. Yeah, have well, you tried Go ahead, sounded, Go ahead. You know, one, one, one of the things, and it's what you started with in response to the question is, and I think that this is important, this, when it comes to culture, when it comes to intentionality, I think having leadership partake and participate is just critical. It's got to be, it can't be one of those do as I say, not as I do sort of situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so to me, it sounds like the fact that you have leadership involved is that part of what you recommend to your clients when you're talking about strategic growth is is, is that top down yeah absolutely i mean it, it's a top down thing you also have to spend some money on it like our team has a budget of you know what they can spend they're not expected to just figure it all out themselves but sometimes they'll do like a trivia you know thing where whatever that i can't remember what that uh, poll everywhere we use for it mm-hmm. so Somebody goes in and creates a trivia. Everybody logs on from their phone or from their computer or whatever and answers the question. So sometimes we do low cost things, but from a leadership perspective, showing up and committing financially to doing things that are bigger than just getting everyone together. It's hard in Zoom to have side conversations. You can't. So you've got to have some, you got to have a show. You've got to have something going on. So there's a commitment to be there and then a commitment to spend some money on it. Have you turned this out to your clients yet? Have you have you tried to incorporate uh, culture development into your into your clients? 
Absolutely. I call them customers, by the way. I'm sorry, customers. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. In fact, the Ministry of Fun was born because when we all went home for two weeks for COVID, remember that? That was so yeah, fun. Two weeks? <laughs> that was so fun. We did this virtual <laughs> symposium, like try to keep people entertained while they were all, you know, home. So we did this virtual symposium for our clients. And then the two weeks ticked on a little bit longer. And we were like, let's do a second one. And we made up this thing called a ministry of fun. And we were like, this would be a great suggestion for our clients to do. So we did this whole presentation on it. And when it was done, we were like, we should do that. That would be so fun. So it started off as something that we wanted to teach our clients how to do. And now it has become something that we talk about all the time. It's it's an important part of kind of what makes the world go around at Affinity. And people roll on and roll off. We're in our third year of it. You know, it's, a, you know, they serve like, I don't know if they do one year or two year terms, but, and we try not, like, I'm never going to be on it because I'll just take over because that's what I do. You know, <laughs> let's do this, this. I'm like, no, let other people do it. Let other people come up with the ideas. And I think it's important for our clients to, you know, it, it's not above a law firm to have a ministry of fun or have an employee recognition program or do some things that are, you know, a little outside of the box. Like, you know, we did three or four different, um, we, ha- we also have a, a webinar series that we do internally and it's called The More You Know. Okay. So when the George Floyd stuff happened, we said, we need to talk about diversity. We need to talk about, you know, these issues that are affecting. So we did a couple of internal presentations where we talked about like, how do we give back? How do we be part of the solution? And then we brought some people in from outside to talk about really hard things that are critically important for us. You know, our team, if we're not talking about hard things, either thinks we're afraid to talk about the hard things or that we don't care about the hard things. So I try to encourage our clients to do that too. Like, don't be a, don't make topics off limits. And if you're not comfortable talking about it, bring someone else in to talk about it. Good point. Good point. Good point. So, so, so with your, go ahead, Dave, did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. Nope. You're good. Or maybe it's background. So with everything you're doing in affinity, how do you have time to do anything? You know? (laughs) I don't like everything that I just said that I do at affinity. I don't actually do right. I have an amazing team that does all the hard work. And I am typically the one standing on the stage talking about all the hard work and people are like, how do you do all that? I will say though, you know, I'm, I hate the word busy, so I'm not going to say busy, but I have a lot on my plate, but I love it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I love, the um, hundred miles an hour. I did enjoy not traveling for a period of time and I'm kind of back on the road again, but um, trying to find the right balance between, you know, all the things that I love to do because I love working with our clients, but I love running affinity and I love relationships with our vendors and I love trade shows and I love all of these things. Like I'm so lucky that there are very few things that I have to do as part of my job that I don't love. I'm yeah. so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that your favorite part? This is my favorite thing to do. Um, wow. Gotcha there. Yeah, that's, um, uh, I would say that my favorite thing to do is conferences and trade shows. Mm. Um, our team, part of some members of our team are there. We see clients, we meet prospects, we, 
get to talk to these amazing software vendors and other um, providers that we have great relationships with and just get to, you know, kind of hear from other people what's going on in the world. I love that. And I am energized by social things. So I do one social thing and I'm looking for the next one and the next one and the next one. And I just, you know, a hundred miles an hour for four or five days. I love that. I, I love that. It, and you know what it is about? You love connecting to people. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You, I mean, that gives you a, a incredible amount of people in one place just to, I bet you're thinking to yourself, okay, how many people are going to connect with? This is amazing. You know, you're an, oh, you're an overload, right? Connection overload. I remember the, um, was it the, uh, how oh, the K2 uh, in San Francisco, right? Wasn't the ALA San Francisco chat? No, it was actually the ALA conference in, uh, in San Francisco, wasn't it? No, it was the, it was, um, was it the Golden Gate chapter? The Golden Gate too. I I think they called it like K2 or something like that is what they called that conference. Yeah. It might have been like their, their education conference because you spoke and I spoke. Yeah, I know. Wow. You spoke fast and amazing, by the way. You know, I just, I remember it to this day. Um, And, and so we had the opportunity to go running together. That was an awesome run. That was so fun. You want to tell people about it? Yeah, we did. We were like, I don't even know how we got to that. Maybe you said you were going to go. I said I was going running. I said, you said, do you want to go to lunch? I said, Debbie, I would love nothing more to go to lunch, but I have to go run. Yeah. And I was like, where are you going to run? I'll go run. And you were like, let's run across the Golden Gate Bridge. And I was like, sign me up. (laughs) And Dave, he's like, let's get over there too, you know? Yeah. It was so fun. It was great. We we went over there. Well, first we went and saw the full house house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they call them the painted ladies. The painted ladies. Yep. I saw a news and article on them this we week. Went, and we ran across that bridge and it was literally the perfect day. I, I mean, it was like a great memory. In fact, if I was in my office, I actually have a picture of the me running the Golden Gate Bridge on my wall in my office. I love that. I love that. That was an incredible time, Dave. That was just awesome. I mean, we were such good times. Yeah. Um, so, so Debbie, we talked about what affinity does. We talked about, listen, you know, your, your career is amazing. Okay. I, I, I would venture to say that you and, you know, and, and look, I know, I know you three, right. You, Paul and Baron, right. I, that's who I've known for forever. Right. I'd venture to say, and, and we've known so many others, right. But the impact that your group, you three have made on law firms, legal professionals, lawyers, you know, and, and people at all stages and consultants, too, is just renowned. Unbelievable. Right. I know you made an impact on 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 this guy for sure. Right. And on this company. Um, what's next? What's coming up for you? Right. What's what are you getting? I know you're looking for social things. Lemon lemonade. Is that is that? Lemonade? Yeah. What's about that? So lemonade was another thing that, you know, was a COVID thing. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. And my very dear friend, Alan Wilson, and I were thinking, like, what can we do for the ALA? And we came up with, let's have a conference and call it Lemonade. In fact, Lemonade 3 is happening on August 31st. So, um, so much fun. It's like a five or six hour day. We bring with this one, this Lemonade 3, we're focusing on leadership, talking about how to be an effective leader. Um uh, that is next up for me. We have a, um, I'm speaking at, uh, speaking at the Ilta Roadshow called Women Who Lead. 
in legal. And that is coming up, like I think on June 29th, I'm doing a presentation on leadership versus management for the managing partner forum in a, uh, that one is also happens to be like a women in leadership, but um, there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of really cool stuff going on and a lot of really exciting things from a future perspective for affinity. We just brought on a, um, we just acquired a, a company that had eight Salesforce consultants that work a lot with Litify and Advologics. We just brought them onto our team and we're really investing in, you know, the Salesforce platform, the number one CRM in the world. And we've got a couple of amazing companies who are building products on top of Salesforce. And we found this amazing small company, lots of really great synergy with us run by a woman named Kelly Whitfield. She's brilliant. And she came on board as our eighth affinity partner, there's just a lot of really cool, exciting stuff going on. That is so cool. I actually read that. That's congratulations on that. Yeah. It's really exciting. exciting. Really cool. Well, you know, um, we usually usually target the show to be 20, 30 minutes, you know, um, we're running short on time. And so we got a little bit of housekeeping to do. Okay. Uh, everyone, Debbie Foster is phenomenal. She has an incredible team at Affinity Consultant. They can help just about any law firm into and out of any situation they want to be in or out of. Right. Um, and if they can't, they know exactly who to who to refer to, right? So Debbie, I'm going to put your contact information up here, but I really don't think that anybody that needs to find you has a difficult time finding you. You're all over the place. You, know, you guys are just you know, all over the place, right? Uh, so connect up with Debbie Foster at uh, on LinkedIn for sure. And you know, here's her here's her email address. Debbie, anything to add to that? You know, any? No, I, I love the LinkedIn suggestion. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Feel free to shoot me an email. I, you know, I'd love to hear from anyone who has any comments or questions about the show today. Well, you know what? Um, we we need to have you back on, okay? Because I want to dive deep into something. Today was just really high surface conversation, and it was great. But I mean, I really want to pick your brain on some leadership ideas on, you know, on some of the things that are important in law firms. It's changed, you know. It used to be all IQ, and now it's a lot of EQ stuff, right? And so we need to dig deep into that stuff. You know, we come back sometime. Yeah, I would love to. Oh, we'd love to have you. Love to have you. All right. So real quick, let me do some housekeeping here. Okay. Um, and I just went full screen on my screen here. Let me do some housekeeping. We are on uh, on every Tuesday, No Law Firm Left Behind, 1030 Eastern Time. Uh, by all means, if you haven't seen the show, you know, please, we've got all kinds of places you can find um, current shows and past shows. Uh, Spotify, Apple, iHeart you know, all the major podcast platforms. Plus we've got this fantastic group on LinkedIn. It's, it's an exclusive group. If you're not involved in legal, you're not going to be a part of this group, right? It's only for legal professionals and uh, there's no selling, no marketing, no, you know, none of that stuff, right? I mean, it has to be educational to be a part of this group. Um, you can join and just, you know, consume or you can contribute whichever one you want, but search it out on LinkedIn. Sorry for the ugly URL, Dave. We got to get LinkedIn to change this somehow. Debbie, you could help us with this. Um, the, these URLs are horrible on LinkedIn. Even YouTube gives you great ones. And so um, hit this group on LinkedIn, do a search on LinkedIn for No Law Firm Left Behind. And uh, also... This month's edition of this 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 uh, No Law from Left Behind magazine, right, is got our favorite guy, my favorite guy, one of my, I've seen this guy speak a number of times, Robert Hershevek. He's phenomenal. Um, great article about success from Robert Hershevek in this magazine, and I think also uh, ooh, next month it's going to be, um, I think it's Shaq next month. 
actually in the magazine, believe it or not. Um, but, you know, more importantly, uh, we have open mic starting next month with our legal administrators. So we'll have a bunch of legal administrators on just kind of have an open conversation, open, open mic starting next month. So Debbie, again, thank you so much for being on the show. Just, thank you, you know, for having me. Great to hands see you. Down, hands down, Mike's my, probably my most exciting one. I love everyone else too, but Debbie's been a long time friend. <laughs> so <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave, thanks again. You know, Always that, a pleasure. You know, mic screen you got in front of you? Say again? A mic screen? Yeah. That's pretty cool, dude. You're 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 really getting high tech on me here. And I thought I was high tech. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Listen, Debbie, sit tight. Everyone, thanks a lot. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.